CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the RSGB. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references can be found in the script either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 13th of November 2022. Here are the main headlines, transatlantic centenary tests, a signal across space, RSGB convention videos. The Radio Society of Great Britain is hosting the transatlantic centenary test 2022 on the HF bands for the month of December. Unlike those of the 1920s, which consisted of one-way communication, this event will encourage worldwide two-way communication with UK and Crown Dependency stations. There will be a series of awards available for making QSOs with those who are activating historic RSGB call signs. The Club Log team has kindly agreed to provide the supporting infrastructure for this. The Society is looking for RSGB members to take part and make this historic event a success. You can read more on page 54 of the December RADCOM and to be inspired uh, by the RSGB Convention Transatlantic Test Presentation on the RSGB YouTube channel. To find out how to take part, go to rsgb.org forward slash transatlantic hyphen tests. The Wales Millennium Centre is hosting a 360-degree virtual reality experience inspired by the wireless signals Marconi and Kemp exchanged between Flatholme Island and Lavernock Point in 1897. Called A Signal Across Space, the experience takes the audience on a multi-layered journey that includes the history, mythology, language and nature of the area surrounding Lavernock. RSGB Regional Representative Glyn Jones, GW0ANA, recorded a talk about Marconi which appears in snippets throughout the piece. In Welsh and English it runs until the 20th of November and is free, but you need to book tickets in advance. Go to www.wmc.org.uk and search for a signal across space. The RSGB has just released two videos that feature a wide range of interesting interviews that took place in its recent convention. In the first, you can hear from three amateur radio presidents, RSGB board members and other volunteers, as well as representatives of the European Space Agency and AMSAT UK. The RADCOM team introduced themselves. Uh, Convention attendees explain what they were looking forward to, and the RSGB general manager and convention chairman Steve Thomas, M1ACB, talk about, talks about the importance of the event. The second video focuses on the RSGB-affiliated special interest groups and introduces RSGB SIG manager Philip Hosey, MI0MSO. It was great to talk to all of them, find out what they do and how you can get involved. You can find both videos on in the RSGB 2022 convention playlist on the Society's YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash the RSGB. The Bath-based distance learning team has helped over a thousand students to pass UK amateur radio exams with pass rates consistently above the national average. The next course will be for intermediate level and it will run from January to May 2023. The deadline for applications is the 7th of December 
this year. There will be no charge for the training, but students will need to provide their own textbook, scientific calculator, electronic parts and toolkit. As well as weekly work packages via a virtual classroom, there will be weekly online tutorials, revision quizzes and lots of practical exercises to bring the, the theory to life. Students will also have access to one of the remote tutors who will provide feedback and additional guidance when required. As part of the application process, there will be some pre-course work to ensure students are able to use the online learning systems and ensure they are ready to study in January. To find out more and receive course application details, email Team Leader Steve G0FUW via G0FUW at bbdl.org.uk. The team will also run a full licence course which will start in August next year, but a further announcement will be made when that course is ready for enrolment. The RSGB's National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park will be closed from Tuesday the 22nd of November until Friday the 25th of November for the upgrading of essential equipment and the installation of a new fire alarm system. The Society apologises for any inconvenience. Earlier in the year, the RSGB was approached by the BBC to find experts to contribute to two episodes of its planned series, The Secret Genius of Modern Life, in uh, the secret genius of modern life in this week's epi episode neil smith g4dbn recreated the great seal bug the rfid technology developed for the bug that allows contactless card payments to work you can catch up with the program on bbc iplayer now for details of rallies and events, the Rochdale and District Amateur Radio Winter Rally will, will take place on Saturday the 19th of November. The venue will be St Vincent de Paul's Hall, Norden in Rochdale, ol 127 qr Doors open at 10am with entry for £3. The usual traders and caterers will be there and plenty of free parking is available. For more information, contact Rosalyn, that's R-O-Z-A-L-L-I-N-I-N, at gmail.com uh, Dave at cardens.me.uk uh, That is, it's either rosalyn at gmail.com or dave at cardens.me.uk The 43rd Coolsdon Amateur Rates Transmitting Society Radio and Electronics Bazaar will be held on Sunday the 20th of November. The venue will be Oasis Academy, Homefield Road, Coolsdon in Surrey, CR51ES. For more information, contact Bazaar at catsradio.org.uk. Now for the special event news, Leyland and District Amateur Radio Club will be active as GB9LD for Lancashire Day on Sunday the 27th of November. Activity will take place on the 40 metre to 70 centimetre bands at 1500 UTC. The club will read the Lancashire Day Proclamation on HF and toast His Majesty King Charles III. Duke of Lancaster are welcome to a join in. Inquiries to ladar at mail.com. On Thursday the 1st of December, GB1WH will begin operating. A special event station has been established to promote the work done by Wakefield Hospice. For more information, visit the GB1WHQRZ.com page. GB1LJF begins its on-air activities on Thursday the 1st of December. Special event station is operating to celebrate the manufacturing of the English Electric Lightning Aircraft in Lancashire. More info information via the GB1LJFQRZ.com page. 
Now for DX News, Dan LZ1GC and Ivan LZ1PM will be active as A35GC from from Tongatapu, OC049, Tonga, until the 20th of November. They'll operate CWSSB Ratian FT8 on the 160 to 6 metre bands, QSL via Club Log, Logbook of the World or via the Bureau. Janusz SB9FIH and Lek SP9FUY will be active as Fox Japan Stroke SP9FIH and FJ Stroke SP9FUY respectively from Saint Barthélemy which is NA146 until tomorrow Monday the 14th they'll be active on 30, 20, 15, 12 metre bands using SSB QSL via Club Log now the contest news the Work Tall Europe DX Ritty contest ends its 24-hour run at 23.59 UTC today. The 13th, using 80 to 10 metre bands where contesting is permitted. The exchange signal report and serial number. Today, the 13th, the UK Microwave Group Low Band Contest runs 1,000 to 1,400 UTC using all modes 1.3 to 3.4 gigs bands. The exchange signal report serial number and locator. Tuesday the 15th of November, the 1.3 gigs UK activity contest runs 2000 to 2230 UTC, all modes, the exchange of signal report, serial number and locator. Wednesday the 16th, the Autumn Series SSB contest runs from 2000 to 2130 UTC using 80 metre band, the exchange of signal reports and serial number. On Thursday, the 17th of November, the 70 Megs UK Activity Contest runs 2000-2230 UTC using all modes, the exchange of signal report, serial number and locator. And Saturday, the 19th, the 1.8 Megs Contest runs from 1900-2300 UTC using CW only, the exchange of signal report, serial number and district code. The Propagation Report, compiled by G0KYAG3YLANG4BAO. They write, Last week was a mixed bag in terms of space weather. Yes, the solar flux index increased to 138 by Thursday the 10th, but at the same time we had a fast solar wind and solar flare from active region AR3141 to contend with. The KP index hit 5 on Monday the 7th after a prolonged period with the BZ component of the interplanetary magnetic field pointing south. When the BZ points south, it's more easily couples with the Earth's magnetic field, allowing solar plasma to flood in. The BZ component of the IMF then shifted north, which helped conditions improve over the week. In fact, the KP index was down to zero for the latter half on Wednesday and Thursday. With no coronal holes, this was about as good as it gets for HF, and the bands didn't disappoint. The MUF's over 3,000-kilometre path reached 38 MHz around lunchtime on Thursday. DX worked from the UK, included A35GC in Tonga, 7X3WPL in Algeria, and P29RO in Papua New Guinea. The KQ2H10 meter FM repeater on 29.620 megs is acting like a beacon this autumn often hitting S9 plus in the early afternoon running 1.5 watts uh, sorry kilowatts from the Catskill Mountains in upstate New York it's a good indicator of transatlantic conditions next week NOAA predicts that the solar flux index will decline a little placing it in the region of 120 
Geomagnetic conditions may settle, remain settled or at least until the 18th when NOAA predicts the KP index could rise to 5. That said, it would only take a solar flare and associated coronal mass ejection from one of the large sunspots visible at the moment to spoil things. Now for VHF and up, the main weather theme for this weekend is the very long moist airflow from the Azores to the UK and onwards to western Scandinavia. Because high pressure will be just to the east of the UK, at first this will probably lead to some potentially long-range tropo conditions from western Europe down to the Canaries and Spain and Portugal. A cold front will probably cut the Azores out of the best conditions, however we should also be able to make use of good conditions into Europe and particularly across the North Sea to southern Scandinavia and perhaps parts of the Baltic. All this is fine until the next changeover to unsettled weather rolls in from the Atlantic on Monday night and during Tuesday. After then it will be windy with rain and showers and a small chance of some fast-moving rain scatter from heavy showers. The Leonid's meteor shower peaks on Thursday the 17th, plus expect an encounter with a dust trail on November the 19th. It's predicted to occur at around 0600 UTC with a short-lived high ZHR between 50 and 200, but activity level is uncertain. This is a good week to check out meteor scatter options, and there have continued to be some occasional reminders that the solar conditions are capable of sending some high KP indices our way, with attendant chance of auroral conditions, so stay alert to the KP index values. The moon is at maximum declination, so we have long moon windows and zenith angles up to 65 degrees in the UK. Path losses are still low, but with an apogee today, path losses are at their highest. 144 meg sky noise is low all week. And that's it from the propagation team this week, and that's all from me until next week.